0: to the cars of carlisle podcast episode 54 import performance nationals 2019 edition cars of carlisle is your favorite internationally downloaded podcast about all things automotive Darren and his C of C team are ever searching for interesting automotive happenings, real stories about real car people, and fun features to inform and entertain you. Each week, the Cars of Carlisle crew brings you show topics ranging from car shows, to team adventures, to auto racing weekends, to behind-the-scenes human interest stories from car nuts that live across town, across the country, or even across the globe. Come join the road trip. Today, learn more about this weekend's Import and Performance National Show at the Carlisle Fairgrounds. From May 17th to the 19th, Carlisle Events will be playing tribute to the summer of 69. Listen in as Darren goes behind the scenes and speaks with Ed B., the co-event manager for the Import and Performance Weekend. Find out how this car show is the most diverse of the Carlisle season as it spans all ages, brands, continents, makes, and models. Think of it as a three-day cars and coffee event. So, grab your keys and your passport, and let's get revved up! Hello and welcome back, Cubers, to your favorite Informative automotive Podcast. I am your trusted host, Darren. So glad to have you back. This week, we talked to Ed Bezeski and get a little bit behind the scenes of what's coming up this weekend with the 2019 Import Performance National Show. And before we jump into that, a big thank you to our sponsor on the West Coast, to MAN Engineering for all things super Performance. Check out Gary Liu and his team at man-engineering.com. Okay, so episode 54 needs a trivia question. And because the 2019 import performance show is paying homage to the summer of 69, I have decided to pick a vehicle from 1969. So what car in Too Fast, Too Furious uh, was featured uh, as it was driven by the character uh, Corpy and uh, Brian O'Connor? And that would be the Too Fast, Too Furious film. And answer will be at the end of the episode. Stay tuned. So what I want you to uh, listen into is the fact that, uh, as Ed talks about, this is such a great show in the Carlisle event season. It it grabs attention from 16-year-olds to 86-year-olds. It hits on nearly every continent that has, uh, has a car make. And uh, the fact that the show field is, as we've talked uh, last year, and it, you are probably well aware if you've attended the show, based on country, based on flags, they have a passport. You go around to the different spots and get it stamped uh, by models that are dressed in uh, attire from each of those countries. It's just a really fun show, and you have people from all walks of life. It's it's one of the most, what it really is. You'll hear the most diverse show as far as. Such a wide spectrum of car fans. You can have a a vehicle that's uh, nearly 90 years old and a car that might be no more than nine days old. It's um, just a really interesting show. So, without further ado, let's just jump in and get rolling. Welcome to Carlisle Events. I'm in the conference room with Ed Bozeski, and we may have, uh, um, at this point, we'll have to wait and see. We're working through kind of a lunchtime interview and Ken's on the phone. He's the co-event manager and he may be able to join us here midstream so stay tuned if you hear some rustling around or a door open that's what that's about. So we're here to promote and get the excitement going important performance. Here comes what can you tell us Ed for 2019?
1: Uh it should be another good year. This is just such a fun show. Um I describe it as our most diverse show and that that's for the cars, the crowd, um, you know the different countries represented, the different brands, the different eras of cars, and then even the demographic of the audience. You know, with combining the two shows three, four years ago now, um, you know we range from the from the teenagers up to the fifty, sixty, seventy year olds, and it, it's really been going well. The the respect has been mutual. Um, the two crowds have actually blended very well. There's mm-hmm. been zero issues, and it, it's been a good thing so far. Excellent. And I know you're bringing. Uh... Some things
0: back. Some things have been improved and refined. We talked about uh, the rolling exhaust,
1: the, the drift limbo. Anything you want to expound upon with that? Um, the drift limbo was new last year. And, uh, I mean, I'll admit it's not necessarily my thing, but it did look like a lot of fun, and I, I supported it as soon as I heard what it was and watched a couple of videos. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, being down there and watching it firsthand, it was by far the most exciting thing we've had here um, moving those cones closer and closer yeah. together to watch the cars go through. I was amazed at the, the, just how they were threading that needle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, honestly, it made me want to do it. it just, <laughs> I wanted to just grab something and get out there and, and slide right through it with them, but who knows? Maybe this year. Yeah, hop up a golf cart or something. I could bring the Belvedere out. and It doesn't quite fit with that crowd, but <laughs> it right. can go sideways as well as any other car.
0: Are there things on the, uh, the lineup, the roster? I know there's some... Uh, milestones we we had talked when I first came into the conference room about the WRX and anything that you want to highlight for the for the Cuba, you know Cuba fans here.
1: Yeah, I mean there's a lot of celebrations this year ranging from you know 25 years of the STI, you know the WRX model and 40 years of the Jetta all the way through 100 years of Citroen. Oh my. Which yeah, I think that's a pretty big deal. And France um, doesn't really pump out cars, so you, you almost have to
0: appreciate the Citroen. I guess Bugatti technically is uh uh, has can call that its home country, but
1: yeah, it, it's definitely a different car. You know, the, all the French ones are are different from what we're used to here. But mm-hmm. you know, the neat thing about Citroen is how he used pretty much Henry Ford's model of assembly line production, and you know, he was very fascinated by autom- uh, American automobile production, automobile production, and uh, you know, followed that closely and, and tried to use that model. But then at the same time. And it gets overlooked, but they had a lot of firsts in the Citroën. The first unibody, the first independent suspension. This is all in mass produced cars. Mm-hmm. But. Um, a lot of early
0: early on with front wheel drive, too, right? Yes,
1: yeah. I think they were the first front wheel drive mass produced, first unibody mass produced, first four wheel independent suspension wow. vehicle mass produced. So there's some technology behind all that. There is. There really is a lot. And, uh, you know, with their hydraulic suspensions, the way we had it a couple years ago here where the cars rode around on three wheels, mm-hmm. that was pretty interesting, got mm-hmm. a lot of attention, got picked up by Jalopnik and some other mm-hmm. websites. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll probably see that again this year as my guess, there's nothing official, but on Saturday morning at about 9.15 we're going to do a parade of Citroëns and we're going to do them in chronological order from the oldest to the newest. Very cool. And I don't know this for a fact, but it wouldn't surprise me if a couple of them are riding around on three wheels, we'll see.
0: Mm. That is really cool.
1: Yeah, that should be pretty neat. And and to do them in order with the timeline like that, having yeah. the oldest go first. Yeah. That should be pretty interesting to see what
0: have what uh, of course the the cars of Carlisle community is realizing is this is a twelve month uh, everything here in at corporate Carlisle events is around the clock around the year um anything that you've been working throughout these these off months to get ready for this this show in particular with important performance Oh
1: all the things that were mentioned when you said about a twelve month process, I thought you meant for each show, and it's really about an eighteen month we could okay. do it we so go like about a, a year, year and a half out. Okay. Um, obviously you're doing much smaller scale things that far out but you're you're getting your well, i should say bigger scale your your anniversaries mm-hmm. and you, you know you, you kind of it was described to me years ago as a funnel and it, it really is right you're you're at the top doing all the big stuff and as it gets down it, it gets to all the detail and all the all the finesse of everything okay. but uh yeah as far as working on for this year you know the things that were mentioned all these different anniversaries and celebrations um you know trying to refined some of the activities last year we took the exhaust competition from a one-shot deal to a, two qualifying rounds in a finale over that, the two days then yeah right? and that went over really well because we had so much demand for it in prior years mm-hmm. and you know we had to turn people away because we capped it at i think it was 20 vehicles and then we'd, we'd put a couple of alternates down there in mm. case somebody didn't show so you had guys 21 22 and 23 just <laughs> waiting and hoping somebody else didn't show up or a mechanical issue or, or something. that yeah <laughs> yeah and uh and you know, we just thought, well, why not add more? It, it certainly put more work on us, the staff, but that's what we're here for. And we actually right. enjoy that. It's not a bad thing to be running. You just want to make sure you can cover it all. That's right. But it's not really a bad thing to run from one activity to another. There's not really a lot of downtime for us or hopefully for the attendees. That's right. So we expanded the exhaust competition, and that went really well. Um, caught wind of this drift limbo thing last year and mm-hmm. thought, well, oh, let's see what that's like. Mm-hmm. And, boy, we added it. And just very exciting. I mean... So neat to watch those cars going through and, and like you said, just barely fitting through. Oh, so it is. And a couple of times they hit the cones, but that's part of it. That's right. Um, and, and working with the Citroen Club for this 100-year anniversary, that's that's been pretty neat. Um, Brad Noss, he's actually local here in Mechanicsburg, um, big Citroen guy, mm-hmm. worked for... We actually used to have a Citroen dealer. It was in northern York County, but that was actually his uncle, Red. And uh, Brad worked for his uncle at the dealership and... Uh, and actually, the whole reason we have this import show is because of Red. He got with Bill and Chip mm. back in the '80s and kept telling them, "You guys need an import show. Mm-hmm. People come to spring and fall, and it's all domestic stuff." Mm. And you know, kept kept bending their ear and twisting their arm, and finally they they caved in and started it in 1986. And here I was we are. To be next question to Yep. Reference. All these years later, you know, we're still doing it, and it's really largely due to Red. And I I confirmed that with Bill last week during Spring Carlisle. I wanted to make sure before I said anything publicly that nice that even he concurred and he said absolutely and he was honored to when red had passed away a couple years ago this company actually did handle the auction for the family and Mm. was kind of responsible for helping to sell everything off Mm -hmm. but uh so yeah red kind of passed the torch to brad and he started his own shop there in mechanicsburg Brad Noss automotive focusing on Citroen. and Mm -hmm. i've been working with him from the day i got here he's been one of the best guys easiest to work with um and you know, I actually planted the seed to him about a hundred years of Citroen, and I guess I don't know if he thought we wouldn't be interested or why he didn't approach us, but um, planted the seed, and he loved the idea, and we've been working for a, a solid year on this wow. to to really put something together, and I know we've got cars coming from, uh, I think we lost one that was going to come from Texas, but I know we have one at least as far away as Alabama coming up, wow. a lot of Canadians coming down because there's big Citroen following in Canada, um, so we've been working on that for quite a while. And uh, on the subject of French cars, you know, Marvin and the group from the Renault Club, they're not one to be outdone. Okay. So they've stepped it up from their usual Renault display in Building R. They're going to add Alpines this year, which... Oh, those are cool. They are. They are really neat. Yeah. They were ahead of their time. Yeah. Not your typical... You know, some of the French cars have a very unique look, whereas the the Alpines have a nice, sporty, Mm -hmm. almost modern look. Yes. And uh, still not to be outdone, they're doing a vintage motorcycle and scooter display. Okay. So we're going to have scooters dating back to the 1800s or motorcycles wow. on up through some, not modern, but more modern, you know, right. more more mainstream. Um, well, the so podcast we'll have,
0: definitely has some two-wheel fans, so that, that would go over well. That,
1: that's good, because one gentleman, relatively local, Rob Kane in Hershey, is going to bring, I think, 10 of his oh, collection. Wow. And as I understand it, that's only a portion of what he's got. So that, that should be pretty neat. Um, got our supercars back this year. Can you,
0: can you give any uh, previews on some of uh, what we'll here from a
1: supercar standpoint? We, we're up to, I think, three Lamborghinis at this point. Okay. So that should be pretty neat. I know we're, we've got a McLaren here that we're working on. Hopefully we can get that out. Um, fairly unique Maserati that's going to be here. Okay. So, yeah, there's going to be, be some neat stuff with building? the supercars. They'll be in building T with all the others this year. Okay. Um, with doing 100 years of Citroën and that being such a major milestone... We gave them all the building Y, nice. So that will be an entire Citroen display, and then uh, supercars will be in building T with the uh, with the Jetta's and the WRX's and everything else. Okay. For anyone that's not been to the show, I know just speaking of uh, even
0: just Saturday of last year, I felt like my gosh, okay, I want to get to this event, and you run across the the property and you're like, okay, I've got I have to get across the forty acres. So I want to see this, and, and you do keep it really moving and and tight, which I think is great in the sense that if you're at this show and you're bored, you might be at the wrong place. I mean, you've, maybe uh, you've you've missed the mark because there is always something cooking.
1: Yeah, we crammed the schedule full last year to the point where we kind of ran it by the staff and even after we had made the commitment to do it. We still reminded them numerous times we're going to be busy. We're going to hustle this show. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be overlap. There was no way to avoid it. We have overlap again this year. Sure. Um, tried to take things that would have different interests. So when there's drifting going on, that might be when one of the Citroën activities mm-hmm. is going on. Mm-hmm. Not to, you know, label anyone, but typically you're not going to see a Citroën drifting on the track. So we figured <laughs> it was okay to overlap some of those activities. Right. But that's going to split up the staff. I mean, typically the event team, we kind of follow each other around from event to event and activity, um, or I should say activity to activity. So some dividing but and conquering. We're going to have to this yeah. year. Yeah, we've, we've just got so much going on um, you know, between some of the brand-specific seminars to the birthday cake and everything for the Citroen folks, which sure. you know, I think it's 4 o'clock on Saturday. Anybody who's here is invited to come over to the Citroen area and join in on the cake. What's wrong with cake? I exactly. <laughs> Um, but between the low car limbo and the exhaust contest and mm-hmm. the drift limbo, we're going to be running right. pretty much nonstop. So yeah. it will be a a full weekend of activities and events, plus you know the static show field of you know fifteen hundred, two thousand cars. It's going to be a. a and I've lot. always
0: really appreciated how you have done the by country with the flags, and then of course you've done that the passbook or the like the passport passport in yeah. the past, and that's that it's a great. Even for adults, but especially if, if someone's bringing their children or grandchildren or or younger ones, it's a great way to get uh, all participants really involved in the show itself.
1: Yeah, and that was the whole point behind The Passport. We, we found because the show is so diverse, you've got different groups, different factions, and they wouldn't leave their area. Mm-hmm. They might walk out of their club tent, but only look at the cars that mm-hmm. were from their club. Sure and And you just saw pods of people here, here, and here, and there were you know we knew there were thousands of people here, but they weren't moving around like they do at the other shows mm-hmm. and you know we quickly realized if you're a Volkswagen person, you hang with your Volkswagen club, you look at the Volkswagen cars, Audi does the same thing yeah. and, and it turned out that they were all doing that, and uh you know the idea was presented here to to come up with a passport and get them moving. And it was great, the the first year we did it, the comments we got back from the participants right away was, it got me moving around, and we thought, perfect, that's what it was intended to do. Mm -hmm. And then they realized there's so much more here to see than Mm -hmm. just my club or my brand or my country, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's really worked well. And I I think we're going to see it really boom this year, because last year was the first time, starting in the beginning, we did matching pins for each country. And that's what you got when you completed the passport. And they were nice and they're collectible, but people don't typically wear pins or use them anymore. So we got the idea to try a, a pint glass with the event logo on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that went really, really well. Mm-hmm. So we're doing that again this year. Um, we only had a few glasses left, and whereas we used to have a couple hundred pins left. Mm-hmm. So, in fact, the glasses that are left fit in one box and they're sitting on the floor in of my office still. Um fully expect to run out of the glasses this year, I think, as word gets around, that all you have to do is hit eight different checkpoints, which yeah. only means walking the show field. We're not sending you off into a corner somewhere right. where there's nothing to look at but a tree stump. <laughs> it's and, and the passport is, you know, they're manned by the models for each country. I was so. going to say, you, you, you preempted me, I was going to
0: say, that that's not all bad to have to visit someone that's, you know dressed in in quasi leader or whatever it might be,
1: so. yeah, we try to address them appropriately for each country and, mm-hmm. and make it fun it's it's yeah. not a you know it's it's still a family friendly event, so there's sure. nothing inappropriate but it it's nice to get around and you know visit the different ladies at the checkpoints, get your passport stamped, and you know all, all you really have to do is walk to showfield and look at the cars, mm-hmm. which it's a car show that's what we're here for, mm-hmm. and in the end, go to guest services, get the final stamp, get a pint glass, try to win another prize it's all good it doesn't cost anything yeah. So, yeah, I really think we're going to run out of the glasses this year. Good. We might have to up the quantity in That's the That's a future. great problem to have. Yep.
0: <laughs> other um, other things from your thoughts or notes that you wanted to share or, or to promote? This is a great opportunity to, to get the word out with uh, import coming this weekend.
1: Yeah, other than just, like I said in the beginning, this is our, our diverse show. It's really a fun show. Um you know, you can kind of get tired of looking at the same car, or same brand all the time mm-hmm. but with some events or just just the fact that everything's represented here from different countries, different brands, different generations of cars. Um, and I like how you said before it's a real melting pot from 17-year-olds that
0: are they're tuning their Hondas to someone that's maybe in their upper 70s that has uh, perhaps a, a vintage Volvo that they've had, uh, maybe they've been the second owner on or something. So it's
1: very, very full gamut, if you will. Yeah, and I, I think that's what makes it so neat. No matter what you're into, and even before the shows were combined, I always said, "Come to the import show. You might see a car you've never even heard of. Mm-hmm. But I would be, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if you see a car you've never seen before. And I think you even said that last year. This is I really, probably did. Yeah,
0: this is. But that's a great point to resonate or to to review on because um, it is. I think what makes it so fascinating to me is that you will likely see something that you've maybe seen on the pages of a magazine only. Right. Or heard about or a Jalotnik article or something, but there it is. You can walk around it.
1: Yeah, I'm on 13 years of doing this show, and every year I still have somebody contact me. They don't always bring the car out, but we, we've had plans, or, or a lot of them we have gotten here. And you know, when they say they're bringing something, I have to say, wait, you're bringing what? And <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm typing it into Google I'm <laughs> talking to them on the phone. Up, yeah. Because we have had some very unique, hmm. um, you know, and like I say, vehicles I've never heard of. And I've been a car guy all my life. So to, right. to hit me with a brand. Well, I'm
0: going to put you on the spot, Ed. Is there one that stands out? You're like, what? You're like a head scratcher. Like, what is that? And that
1: until you saw it, you're like, aha. Uh, the one that's always going to stick in my head is the Breeze Paris. I think three of them actually made it over here. It was a French car. Okay. Um, they The ship sank on the way over here. Wow. So most of them are at the bottom of the ocean. But... I believe three made it. Wow! Um, I forget the actual year of manufacture. Somewhere in the '30s, I believe. Okay. Um, but I had never heard of one. How about and that? It took a lot of googling even to find, to get some consistent information. There was stuff out there, but it didn't always match up. I've never even heard the, you know, the, the brand period. Exactly, and that, that's how I felt when Unreal. the person mentioned it to me. I, I couldn't believe it, so I, I had to look it up. Yeah. You know, while I was on the phone and, and get a visual. But it was hard to find information. I mean, mm-hmm. luckily he gave me a few keywords to put in or maybe even a website. Um but yeah, that's one that will just always and, and I feel like this gentleman might own two of the three or somehow connected to another okay. one. Um and then this year and I, I thought it was the same one coming back, although I re- remembered this one's a two wheel, the one before was a three wheel, the Day Dion Bouton. The the one this year is in eighteen ninety nine two-wheel and i think we had a three-wheel might have mm. been like an 1897 or something wow um so that was one that i i honestly had never heard of and uh pretty wild it, it's yeah. mechanically it just made no sense how it even runs because it, it doesn't even have a carburetor it has a wick so it has a rag soaked in fuel <laughs> and when the air blows across the rag the fuel vapors go into the engine and it runs <laughs> yeah it's, it's crazy oh, um, wow but it works it, it's just so neat to see stuff like that yeah and, and, again, I don't care what you're into, how high-tech stuff you like. When you see something that's running off of a fuel vapor that's actually flowing through the air yeah. you know, externally yeah. to get into the engine, that's that's pretty impressive. And, and to sit there and look and see how that actually worked. And then over here, mm-hmm. you know, 10 feet away, you've got something where a guy's tuning it with a cell phone pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, just how far we've come with technology. But yeah, well, those, just those the are... thought
0: process to go into, I need a form of uh, combustion or internal combustion and... I would never have even considered vapor, you know, forced through a a fabric of any sort.
1: Yeah, it's really not even forced; it's the moving air. Oh, okay. Because I, I believe to get it started, they kind of have to push it. That gets the air moving, and then I, wow. I think it cranks with pedals like a moped. Oh my it was gosh. it was pretty wild to see. Uh, it's cool. Yeah, that's
0: well. We one thing that we say on the on the podcast that I know is a big part of Carlisle events, uh, what Chip started, what, what Bill two started it's all centered around the people. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, you and I talk about car guys and car clubs and communities and and what have you. And I imagine you see in that diversity of this show, the important performance show, the same type of thing. A full dynamic of of people that love vehicles and can be from all walks of life and and be able to have something to share and talk about while they're standing there looking head on at a car that, that brings two people from very different worlds together.
1: Yeah, it's the common denominator. It's so funny. You can get two people who otherwise you would think couldn't be more different. Mm-hmm. You find out you got that the common interest of cars. Mm-hmm. Everything changes. Mm-hmm. The you know, the conversation goes right to the cars. You forget about who that person is, their background, their gender, whatever what the it may is. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't matter. Uh-huh. And I I've seen it plenty of times. The multimillionaire talking to the guy that, you know, scraped everything he had to get that one vehicle. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. They're they're talking cars and it, that's where it, it all boils down to you know, that common interest, and we've all got it. It doesn't really matter the brand or the yeah. air that it's from. Once we have the fever, yep. you can't get rid of it. If, if you're a true car enthusiast, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it shows. Yeah. You can't hide it.
0: <laughs> and that's what's beautiful about this show is that you welcome it. You Everything's magnetized here, and everybody and comes together for the same reason, which all of the shows, I shouldn't take anything away from the rest of the season, but this one is, I, I like the whole... Um, discussion of the diversity and the melting pot it really brings from every part of the of
1: yeah yeah the, the other shows that we do are very specific and very community oriented mm-hmm. so you know you have to have a certain brand to go to some of the shows but with right. this one and even though imports in the title and, and the you know the assumption is there that everything needs to be an import or obviously we still have kit cars from back when it was the import and kit nationals mm-hmm. But the reality is there, there's no limitation on what can come here. We mm-hmm. get trucks, we can get motorcycles, you can bring in a hot rod, a street rod, a rat rod. Mm-hmm. We, we don't turn it away. Right. I mean, We don't see a lot of them, but it's, it is the melting pot, and I think the best comparison is instead of a couple-hour-long cars and coffee, this is a three-day-long cars and coffee. So pretty much what Good, right. you would see there, and the it, even in the same it. proportions, we have it here. So, yeah, if a guy came rolling in in a you know, 32 Ford with a small-block Chevy or a custom rat rod, it would be more than welcome and I think it would get just as much attention as anything else and
0: yeah yeah that's the beauty of it and it opens people people's minds to hmm I never really gave uh, drift limbo a second yeah. thought but now that I've seen it it's pretty, like people will probably be uh, open to new experiences and, and walk away a little bit better for it perhaps yeah
1: or, or it, it would actually be really neat to see a rat era. rod do the drift limbo oh. that would be pretty cool yeah <laughs> yeah it would that would be mixing two different <laughs> yeah, eras and generations that's right I'm going to give you the final word, Ed. Anything that you'd like to close with? Um, Just hope to see more people coming out. I mean, the the folks that don't come to this show are really missing something unique. Um, It it just, it is a show. I don't want to say show for everybody. That that sounds like we're, like it has no direction. But but it really is a show that anybody could come to. Um, You know, maybe some people could do it all in an hour or two and Mm -hmm. others are here for the weekend, Mm -hmm. you know, depending on what you're into. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I've always questioned why people a single mark show to go to and especially in the import world when you can come to this one and see all of those cars plus all the others mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. there's plenty of people that do that they go to a brand specific show and they do it every weekend or every couple weekends mm-hmm. and, and they're missing out on a lot there's so much neat really neat stuff at this show it's like eating the same bowl of cereal every day of your life you know? yeah yeah never going to the store to go down that cereal aisle to see all the other <laughs> right, cereals they make right. or
0: try an omelet you know yeah <laughs> oh that's good well, I know I'll be here this weekend. Thank you so much for uh, opening up uh, and giving really all of your lunch uh, lunch break to talk to us. And thank you, Ed. You're welcome. Thank you, Darren. All right. So what did you think of the interview with Ed B? The guy is a walking encyclopedia. I so enjoy sitting down with Ed. What a good guy, good friend, extremely knowledgeable. He's like Mr. Wiki uh, for all, all things automotive. So I want to make sure that we – get that answer to you on the trivia question and that was what 1969 vehicle because of the summer of 69 theme happening at the important performance national show this coming weekend what uh which one was featured in the too fast too furious and that is a 1969 yanko camaro syc uh that car as you uh, if you know the movie uh, just with the 427 cubic inch the uh, l72 uh, pushrod v8 And uh, just really very cool car. Uh, I think that one was featured with uh, a Krager SS rims. And, you know, it it was done right. I think it was in, um, I think they call it like Le Mans blue, had um, had the white striping. But that Yanko Camaro, extremely sharp. So that is today's trivia answer. And as I mentioned Yanko, that's a, a good segue to the fact that we have Here at the Cars of Carlisle Network, we are going to be having a podcast podcast and doing a feature of uh, two of our associates that are 20-somethings that are really into muscle cars and some throwback vehicles. So stay tuned for that. That's coming up here mid-summer. They're working on the content, and we're excited to have that be part of the Cars of Carlisle Podcast
1: Network.
0: All right. Well, we're at that point now. We're at the uh, the end of the end of the track, and want to wish you guys a great rest of your week. Can't wait to have you come back. Please, if you would, get the word out. Subscribe, rate five stars, share us with friends, family, co-workers, anyone. We really want to continue to grow this, uh, just the network and the podcast, and bring you the very very best in content. We thank you for your support can't do this without you this is your podcast we just happen to be up here in the front seat behind the wheel but uh, we do it for you guys and we're so glad to have you along as cubers and fans so for now i'll say drive well and be well take care